Hey guys, welcome back to this Frontier Damage Analysis. Well, Aditya, would you say that was really quick? That was too quick. Uh, I mean, because of the, uh, some, you know, some of the people have told that we speak are probably a little too slow. So I, I try to to be a little <laughs> fast, <laughs> faster than usual. Our, our mics are shit. So well, hey guys, if we come back to get another. No, 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 guys, guys were saying that we speak. If we too, speak, so... if we speak too quick, you know, you you would. Exactly like that. Our mics are shit. We are, we are like on a very very budget setup. If you saw it, you'd be like, even I could do it. But we will not <laughs> reveal our setup. Okay. <laughs> There is no setup to be revealed. <laughs> yeah. It, it also feels a bit empty without any guest. Like we had. Yeah, to be honest. Back guests. And now there's it's just me and you. Ah, <sighs> I mean. Uh, The room feels I hope a bit the people don't hate here. us. It does, it does, it does. <laughs> okay, I mean, anyways, uh, this uh, the premise of this would be to discuss the Russian GDP, and um, we, 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 I mean, Aditya, we should agree that we're gonna keep this as short as possible. Yeah, because nothing really happened. Okay, before we start, I hate Sochi. The track is shit. Uh, Nor do I. One of the worst I, tracks I, I, of the calendar. Honestly, <laughs> it's just shit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't like it, but I, I, I don't despise it as much as you do. But <laughs> anyways, I mean, moving on. Uh, before the race, Hamilton's penalties. Uh, Aditya, do you want to talk about his penalties? Uh, completely deserved. I mean, a rule is a rule, so you must follow it. And you can't yeah, say true. anyone is out to get you just because you didn't follow a rule. I mean, the, true, true, true. there was no gray area. Like it's black and white. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can't say the stewards Wait, are out to. Uh, didn't Mika Salo say something? Yeah, Mika Mika Salo, who who was an XF1 driver and now a, a steward, he was present in the race. Uh, he he called. Uh, he told Hamilton is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I so love to all I love that <laughs> I mean <laughs> oh jesus okay i mean anyways uh, hamilton's hamilton got a 10 second time penalty which he would serve during the race um yeah so do you want to talk about the start or anything else yeah the start uh, bottas messed up initially he got overtaken by verstappen yeah. But the yeah. power came through, the slipstream came through, and he was right yeah. alongside Hamilton. 
I'm I mean, heading into turn two. One thing about. One Let me finish, mate. Let me finish. Fine, continue, continue. Okay, so he was alongside Hamilton into turn two, the first proper braking zone of the track, and that's where. I feel a he braked way too late for Hamilton to get the cutback into the outside. Right. And secondly, he gave by doing that he gave he turned in a bit Space. too well and gave Hamilton yeah. way too much respect. I mean, if you're gonna fight yeah. for the title and yeah. say you're not gonna give up or whatever, or you're not gonna be Hamilton's barrackello, you don't do that. <laughs> you attack <laughs> Hamilton, give him as little room as possible. And yeah, true. Yeah, for me, I looked at that and saying, "Oh shit, Bottas messed up," because he he I mean, break earlier, which would yeah, he could have turn in earlier, which would give Hamilton much less room, and he would be eaten by Verstappen coming out of the corner because of that. And Bottas yeah. just failed to do that. And for me, that this is just my opinion. Bottas could have been a lot more aggressive in the start. He could have. But here's the thing. I mean, always you probably should be looking into the inside that uh, Mercedes probably expect him to be, as we said, the Barrichello. I don't think they expect him to go all out on Hamilton. Although yes, they have given out statements saying that we want them to drive. You know, we want them to race each other. I don't think that's what they would want. Uh, Hamilton and Bottas, you know, really fighting out. I don't think they would want to risk either car or both cars getting damaged. Yeah, I think. They would want him to continue with what he's doing because if Hamilton doesn't win, yeah. he wins, and that's how you lock out. That's how you. I mean, he's, he, he, he's doing a perfect job right now. That way, if you see, but as not in terms of championship, in terms of a number two, in terms of uh, the team player. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, I mean, I what I was telling, uh, racing. I mean, I mean, I've voiced it out before. I feel F1 is becoming bo- more boring and boring over the years. Now, okay, just take let's say 2012. Okay, uh, you have two drivers here for the Ferrari and Red Bull fighting out each other. Once the Ferrari goes ahead of the Red Bull, then the Red Bull has a chance to overtake him back again, and it's you know continuous fights, constant you know psychological yeah, battles, on track battles, and everything. Scrap like Formula E or IndyCar. Exactly. Now, now if you just see uh, when Perez got past uh, Ricardo. There was no chance for Ricardo to fight back. It's just this is how it works. You overtake the driver. There's no chance of him coming back at you. At least in the midfield or the lower midfield and higher midfield. This, I mean, there's no actual racing. It's just the guy attacking, the guy flying. That's it. There's there should be some kind of provision to bunch up the field again, which 2022 obviously. But can yeah, we bank our hopes? I mean, I we've think, spoken about this before. Wait, wait. Uh, I think people are forgetting that it's not only the arrow. There's also the tires, because in yes. today's F1 I tires, mean, you have to manage them ridiculously. Like, okay, okay, uh, okay. In any form, you have to manage your tires. Any form of motorsport, you have to manage your tires. But uh, for me, the whole optimum window of range, getting them uh, right in that window throughout the race, it's it's like basically killing the racing, because. Uh, drivers are letting the other drivers go. Who I mean, and they're fighting for proper positions. They're on the same strategy, very similar strategies. Exactly. You have to let them go because the tires won't exactly. uh, last. It's it's not as interesting as you as it used to be. I mean, it's I thought Ricardo would try to fight back, 
but then Perez just flew. <laughs> I, I, we, we didn't see Ricardo fighting back. And not just that, any time if you've realized, no car in the sense, take for example, Schumacher and Alonso are fighting. Alonso gets past. Schumacher is again back on the slipstream of Alonso. He gets past again. They again go abreast on, on a corner. Uh, now it's not just not that exciting anymore. Although yes, Formula 1 is exciting looking at the speeds and everything. But the fighting and you know, the actual skill of the driver isn't being showcased as much as you know, say 2012 or 2006. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, so moving on. Uh, we'll, the more moving on. Uh, drama happened in the start. We had uh, Carlos Sainz doing a Grosjean going like, okay, yeah. the a uh, bit of context to that. The race director's uh, instruction before it was on Saturday that um, the drivers who exited wide out of seat yeah. had to go into the had to go into the bollards through the bollards as a chicane. So basically, what Carlos Sainz did was just go through the, yeah. just, he, So he just floated it. And then he just went whack into the uh, uh, barrier. He did not realize how narrow it actually was. Yeah, that, that's why exactly he floated. He completely floated. He didn't lift. He lifted way too late. Exactly. Yeah. And I was uh, feeling even if you touch the ball out, I think the stewards will give you a penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a penalty. Exactly. So it's, uh, Science did not realize how narrow actually that the, the path was, the exit path. And he just floored it. And then, a few moments later, we saw Stroll out of the race. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, uh, at the beginning, it, it was pretty confusing to see who actually hit him. But then, uh, videos showed that it was actually Leclerc who properly hit him and spun him. It's like, you know, F1, if you, if you play the F1 game <laughs> and you go into a corner and then you just hit a guy and then he spins, that is exactly how that hit was. Yeah, I thought like he basically <laughs> oversteered on the curb because. Yeah, exactly. That's what it looked like. But then sh- videos later show that it was Leclerc who. Yeah. Uh, do you think Leclerc deserved a penalty for that? Potentially, yes. Uh, like, if the, the whole contact was similar to Hamilton on Albon. Mm-hmm. And Hamilton got a penalty exactly. for that. Exactly. There have been, you know, there are memes going around, you know. Hamilton penalty, again Hamilton penalty, but Leclerc no penalty. Yeah, the consistency has to be there. Exactly. If you're penalizing a person for the same kind of a contact, you got to penalize the other guy for the very same thing. I mean... Uh, it was tire anyways, on tire. Moving on. So, yeah, it was proper tire on tire. Yeah, you I can think... see the smoke as well. Yeah. So that brought out a safety car. Like the, it's a recurring yeah. theme. Uh, <laughs> I mean, safety cars. What we had, uh, safety cars, red flags for the past three, four races now, continuously. It's like, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, the safety cars are doing a lot of work now, driving more than usual. Yeah. I mean, they're like it's like competition for the past. I don't know, five years of boring thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, moving on. Um, then we had... Uh, yeah, I mean... So then we had uh, pit stops. Mm, 
Hamilton uh, pitted early, you know, to take out the ten seconds. Yeah, to serve his penalty. Yeah, uh, he was very uh, furious on that decision. Like he's like, the race is over and whatnot. And to me, he just he just came out like throwing his uh, toys out the pram, like. Yeah, proper tantrum. World champion. Proper child tantrums. Yeah. yeah, this was a tantrum. Like you would get that. I could excuse Verstappen for doing that. I could excuse even Leclerc from doing that, but not Hamilton. Okay, okay, okay. Here's the irony. Uh, Hamilton on previous F1 videos has said, "I have matured over the years. Uh, I give drivers more space. Uh, I know what you know what's going on in the team. I know the hours that are put in." And then he hits Albon. He closes space on Albon. <laughs> he throws tantrums for all this. I mean, it's a, it's a bit of, it's pretty hypocritical or you know ironic what he says. Yeah, I mean it's all about public image, and I think so. He just told that to boost his image. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so then nothing really happened. I mean it was just your average race. Sure. Yeah. There, there were fights between Norris. Uh, Al- Norris yeah. lost huge amounts of time in the start. He had to avoid everything. Yeah. And yeah. Albon pitted early. Uh, Norris Albon, and Albon yeah. in the back, they were fight. Them and Russell were fighting. That was one of the more exciting parts of the race. You know, you see Twitch streamers. More. That was the only exciting part. Yeah. You see, you know, Twitch streamers trying to trying to drive an F1 car. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty nice. But that battle was pretty good. You know, that's what it, that's that's I think what Formula One needs. You know, wheel to wheel racing con- constantly. It's not like okay, I've got past him now. There's no worry. The next corner, one driver went past the other. The other driver went past. You know, went past or wheel to wheel, and Pierre Gasly out of nowhere came into the scene. I mean, it was that was exciting. Uh, that was exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kvyat, another driver I want to touch upon, you know, Kvyat. Yeah. We spoke. We asked Enzo the question. Now he is performing. I maybe he listened to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of an introspection is all that was, that Daniel Kvyat had to do. Enzo's yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah. All F1 drivers, if you're listening, okay. <laughs> uh, message to F1 drivers. Listen to the FWD podcast if you want to. <laughs> Performance guaranteed. Yes. I mean, no criticism here. We're all jolly. You know, we we all compliment everybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Uh, I mean, nothing. Uh, we we had Vettel uh, going really long on the stint. I think that was also a pretty different Vettel strategy. Doing the Vettel. Yeah, to hold up. Uh, yeah, he did the Ricciardo and Ocon. Ricciardo and Ocon were driving r- yeah. brilliantly. I mean, in the first stint, but then in the second stint, they didn't have the they, same pace. I, I thought Ricciardo would do really well. Yeah. Yeah. But Ocon got stuck behind Vettel. That was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you see the graph of Renault's performance, I mean, when was it? When with Arman that we discussed about Renault's? No, 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 Aditya. Aditya Patel. Yeah, it's not been consistent. Renault's performance hasn't been consistent. Where they've always been at, you know, at the front, or you know, they've always been good. It's but, sometimes they've been good. Sometimes yeah, they've been. But from Belgium, they've really improved, don't you think? Exactly. So certain circuits they're really good. Certain circuits they're 
average and yeah now now the package is coming together it seems cuz their engine is good it's getting much better and do you think do you think ricardo is uh, probably regretting his decision to move to mclaren why you're getting a mercedes engine and and he mclaren are gonna are the only team that's going to be able to change their chassis next season So, yeah but looking at i mean that's all hypothetical not hypothetical that's all hopes and you know yeah, hope that it would work but reno rashley on paper right now the quicker who cares you're going to change the chassis that's going to be big you're going to get a mercedes engine and you're going to get a chassis that fits a mercedes engine that's going to be quick let's see let's see it's going to be quick trust me i mean i think the only person who's regretting right now is signs nobody else and hopefully ferrari don't regret signs oh that would be worse jesus i hope signs doesn't do worse than vettel and come like 15th or 16th now oh yeah oh that would be bad uh, yeah hmm. continuing uh, yeah we had you know ocon was stuck behind vettel vettel you know defending like just crazy he he was just driving like he was just parking yeah. the apex it looked like and it was it was all for uh, leclerc to jump the renaults in the pit stops and, pit stop yeah. yeah yeah and vettel obviously super long on the first stint came out way way behind in 15th he, and he just didn't look like he had the pace that engine just seemed so slow cuz he couldn't get past like It, it didn't look like then you Rojan have, was an easy no, pass no, 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 no. it didn't look like but then you Giovinazzi. have people like Leclerc with the same car who are coming 6th yeah so it true no but Leclerc it just, just seems faster Leclerc just seems much faster maybe maybe yeah he may be the quicker driver amongst the two right now who knows also and then uh, i i really thought hamilton with all the 10 second time penalty that he would he wouldn't do he wouldn't i didn't know he would even come top 5 but then i thought he would come mercedes top power proved again to be the best yeah i thought he would come top 3 that was given a oh you did was, a podium was given like I mean the Mercedes power unit finally came through. <laughs> finally, no it came through like all, always. Yeah. Another uh for me another driver of the day performance was Giovinazzi. If you think about it hmm. Giovinazzi is driving really He no. did do Yeah, he did he did he did he did pretty well. Gio Speaking of Giovinazzi, uh, apparently there are reports of um, uh, Kimi Raikkonen already signing, a, you know, single-year contract with Alpha. Mick Schumacher replacing Giovinazzi at Alfa Romeo and Giovinazzi going to Haas for 2021. Maybe Kevin Magnussen uh, will have to leave his seat for Sergio Perez, so we may have a totally different lineup for 2021 with a uh, uh, Giovinazzi uh, Perez lineup in on Haas. and the kimirai in a mix marker lineup in alpha what do you think do you think that's a good decision yeah i mean uh, i don't i personally don't want to see giovinazzi leave but his performances yeah. haven't been exactly great you know up to the 
standards of um, say f1 yeah like f1. he was not no no he he does his his performance is not as good as say even a russell or a uh stroll so yeah true giving mick true. the seat would be sensible but at the same and kimi kimi's been driving superbly you know he he is getting back the he's getting back on to the yeah. pace level I mean uh, last year we didn't see him you know push that hard but he was developing the car but now he you're seeing him push and yeah i think raikkonen yeah. may still have it in him although i'm not the biggest fan of keeping raikkonen um yeah, if you're going to do it for development purposes and you know developing the 2022 car uh, by all means they should stick with raikkonen I mean I mean I know that you don't like uh, older drivers continuing in the sport. Valentino Rossi is again signed for 2021. Yeah. Uh I think Rossi brings in a lot of sponsor money as well, you know. The revenue he brings. So does Kimi. I'm pretty sure Kimi does. Yeah, but do people switch on the TVs to watch uh, Kimi? People do yes. switch on the TVs to watch Rossi. People do switch my dad switch on the TV to watch Kimi. Yeah, but you're gonna see him in what 14th place. I I really don't. I mean, I know people switch on the TV to watch the likes of Hamilton, Verstappen, but does he really bring that entertainment value? Like, sure, his team radios are gold, but in my opinion, Raikkonen <laughs> should just retire, man. Because it's it. Yeah, I mean, we have really good drivers in the uh, Ferrari Driver Academy program as well. It's not like the there's no talent to for him to be replaced with yeah okay. that also that like, that's an argument that's a like, proper argument okay if kimi can drive so long why don't you chuck rubens barrichello in the same seat <laughs> just for me uh, just but i don't think f1 would be f1 without kimi man He he solidified his proper position inside of one. Let his let his son drive. Let Robin Raikkonen come to F one. <laughs> how how old is he? I think four. Oh, four. Yeah, I was also going to have four. Yeah. Hmm. Well, who is your driver of the day? Tough to say. I it, it's between Kvyat and Gio. Not many people would say that, but definitely not Verstappen because uh, Verstappen. I, okay, just... see, see, in the beginning I thought Verstappen, but to be honest, I don't think there was any asset standing out driver. Yeah, he just drove. He didn't. No, no, no. Wasn't... I'm saying throughout the race there wasn't anybody who oh, stood okay, out, okay, whose yeah. performance stood out as such. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah, but Gio and Kvyat performed really well. That, that's what yeah, I, they did. They did. Pierre Gasly, another dismal performance. Dismal. He finished he, in the points, though, didn't he? he yeah, he but he did. Wouldn't uh, he? He outperformed Albon once again. No, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't you expect Gasly to do better? You can't get a race win every time. That's all. I'll say. Not race win. I made a top seven, top eight. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You could say. Oh yeah, speaking on him outperforming Albon. 
I don't know what's going on through his mind, man. I have one. I don't know what what is he doing. <laughs> if he continues like this, I have a feeling. Yes, Red Bull are part Thai, but I think they would sacrifice that Thai money and bring in Mexican money with Perez. Yeah, but in 2022, you're gonna have Sonoda with enough super license points. Uh, will they drop Kvyat? Exactly. No Kvyat. Uh, I'll tell you. Okay, so okay, right now we have Ustafen, Albon, uh, Pierre Gasly, Daniel Kvyat. I'm thinking Albon out, Perez in. Kvyat stays. So Albon is out of the Red Bull program. Yeah, but yeah, he, Albon he has drive, Albon has a uh, lot more potential than Kvyat. Albon has a lot more potential than Kvyat. Obviously. Okay, okay. So okay, here's what I'm he, here's what I think will happen. So Albon out, Perez in 2021, 2022 also Albon pro, uh, sorry uh, Perez probably will stay. 2023 Kvyat out, uh, uh, Sergio Perez out, Pierre Gasly Red Bull, Sunoda uh, the same. Sunoda will go to uh, Alpha Tauri or Toro Rosso, and probably you know someone else will fill the seat. Yeah. Uh, my, this is this is my prediction. The lineup will stay the same for next season. What do you think? The, yeah, the lineup will stay the same for next season. The whole uh, yeah, Gasly will, might stay at AlphaTauri. Okay. Or or they'll switch around from Albon and Gasly again. So they'll take the risk of Gasly being in a Red Bull seat again. Hmm. Then. Uh, hmm? Drop Kvyat for 2020. Uh, they may drop Kvyat for 2022 and put Sunoda in. Yuki Sunoda or Yuri Vips, whoever uh, performs better. Okay. And that's what they go for for 2022. No, I, I have a feeling. 2023, if Albon. Uh, declines massively. You might see another uh, Red Bull youngster in, and Albon will go. Jehan, 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 yes, but the yeah, maybe Jehan. You also have Liam Lawson. So Liam Lawson. Could... Yeah. Anyone? I have a feeling. I have a feeling Red Bull really supports Kvyat right now. Uh, yeah, but. I think they'll stop the support when it comes uh, to okay. getting okay, into okay, the okay, 2022 okay, okay, okay. mode. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to my prediction. 2022 Hamilton leaves. Verstappen goes to Mercedes. Okay. Ooh. You have you have an Albon, uh, Pierre Gasly, um, Red Bull formation. You have a if Kvyat stays, you have a Kvyat uh, and a Sunoda formation. If you don't oh, have a Kvyat. Nice. You have a Sunoda and you have a Yuri Vips formation. Yeah, that sounds nice. That sounds really exciting. Like that would be dream. <laughs> and and to good. to add to your prediction, uh, Russell gets frustrated and uh, threatens to leave the Mercedes program. So Mercedes oh. uh, replace Bottas with Russell. So it'll be a Verstappen Russell in uh, Mercedes. Verstappen Russell Mercedes duo. <laughs> yeah. <that's incredible. laughs> Insane. Imagine a world title uh, fight between Verstappen Russell, uh, Gasly, and Leclerc. 
hopefully oh. and vettel throw in vettel cuz aston martin yeah, might be good and mclaren will also be good so lando going to scold you add yeah. lando as well now i was going to scold you what what man how are you going to leave vettel how are you going to leave him outside <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh anyways anything else uh i think we've covered all the topics of a very boring race like not boring but average average yeah but then i think the topics were spoken about were pretty interesting now yeah yeah hopefully the pretty interesting uh, listeners thought the same yeah yeah anyways aditya do your thing uh so guys we've reached a checkered flag to the podcast yes 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 <laughs> yes okay uh see you guys next episode ciao